With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, Awesome Fam? I'm Eric Lindquist, and this is the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to tell there's no Rin Pack alongside me. You won't be able to tell if you're on Spotify or Apple or any of these other spots where we want you to leave us a five-star review. That would be very lovely. But anywho, uh, I am flying solo for today. I'm going to break down a couple of top-tier, mid-tier, and low-tier plays over on DraftKings and FanDuel uh, to kind of get your process going. Uh, I'm, I'm just doing a first look alongside you, uh, looking at a couple of the salaries, uh, spots, and matchups that might like just stick out to me as I'm going down the line. Uh, before we get going, uh, get down to that bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content here at Osmo.com is going live. Let's get started. I'm, I'm ready to party. I'm, I'm ready. I, I think I can do this, but we'll find out very soon. Uh, James Harden sitting at the top end over on DraftKings is $10,700. Uh, he's going to be shooting guard eligible over on FanDuel. But uh, what I find very, very interesting about this slate, just from a first glance, is that Kyrie Irving is now the guy who's point guard and shooting guard eligible. So DraftKings is actually watching basketball. I find that to be interesting. Uh, I, I don't always expect those kind of things. Uh, but uh, James Harden has certainly been the guy who's primarily been the ball handler. We've seen some large assist numbers from him in recent games. 16 assists the last time out in that throttling of Golden State. Uh, I was expecting that to be kind of closer to a game. I had a couple of buddies that were just like, minus four Golden State. What am I missing here? And I was like, I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure Cameron Cunio, I just want to shoot it, or shout out to you there because that was definitely your call. But James Harden, 10,700, somebody that I'm definitely going to have interest in and I'm assuming will be very, very popular without Kevin Durant, who will be out for the next two games with left calf soreness. Uh, Steph Curry sitting at 9,900 against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, obviously, somebody with a, a massive ceiling, but we haven't really seen a whole lot other than scoring output from him of recent days. Uh, we've had multiple games where he's had 9, 19, 10, 11 three-point attempts. That kind of stuff is exciting over on DraftKings. But what's not exciting is the fact that he didn't have any blocks or steals last game. He had four steals the game previous in that 67.5 thrashing of Orlando. Uh, so I, I do have some interest in, in the ceiling of Steph Curry. We'll have to see what that what that ownership ends up getting to, because there are a lot of spots at the point guard position that you're going to have interest in on this smaller, well, seven game slate. It's, it's certainly substantial still. So uh, Trey Young sitting at 9,500 against the New York Knicks. I... I I would be all right with getting a little bit. I know the Knicks have been a little bit slower paced, but 
Trey Young has been very, very consistent until the last two. Uh, Kevin Horder, uh, Huerter, if you will, has been a guy who's uh, just been kind of coming uh, coming on of late for Atlanta, uh, getting a lot of shot volume, uh, getting a little bit more usage. Uh, Trey Young is still the guy in that offense, so maybe a, bl- a buy low candidate on on this kind of a slate. Uh, let's jump over to over to FanDuel here too. So Kyrie Irving is ninety six hundred. Uh, Russell Westbrook, we haven't seen him play on a back to back yet. We'll see. He's nine thousand dollars over there. I would have a lot, a lot of interest at that price tag. Should he be good to go? Should he not be resting? Over on DraftKings, he's ninety four. Uh, I'm okay with that too, I suppose. But not the most exciting of spots against the Houston Rockets, who since the Victor Oladipo trade have been a lot better defensively. However, Victor Oladipo will be out, so I'm I'm not really sure what to make of this entire situation yet. But should Russell Westbrook go? Awesome. Great play over on FanDuel. Uh, going down a further further along along the line there, we've got De'Aaron Fox, 8,700 in that same Brooklyn matchup. We've been trying to identify anybody, anybody and everybody except for the Indiana Pacers when they threw up an absolute dud. Uh, but we're, we're trying to identify any opponents playing these Brooklyn Nets who just play at a crazy, crazy fast pace, super efficient offense, but also one of the worst defensive teams on planet Earth. So I would have a lot of interest going to De'Aaron Fox there. I think he sets up as kind of a a better contrarian spot. Uh, He was questionable coming into today. He ended up playing. I assume that means he'll be good to go still, but... Keep new, keep keep your eye on all of that news because there is so much to be determined with this slate. And obviously, you would have a lot of interest in other pieces like Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes. Should De'Aaron Fox not be good to go? But my guess is that he will be all right to to play on this back to back. Let's kind of work our way down into this mid tier. Uh, Lou Williams, we saw go uh, just completely nuts here again tonight. Uh, went for forty nine against Cleveland. I was happy to be on top of that train. He was one of the small. Uh, one of the main reasons I would say not small uh, he was uh, very fractionally owned but somebody that I pivoted on to a lot of he's been taking on quite a bit of this offense with Paul George out even in 24 minutes the previous game he put up 31.5 it kind of excites me when a guy like Lou Williams starts to get hot because he plays with a lot of confidence he takes on a lot of uh, the role of the offense uh, normally a guy in the second unit but obviously today starting with no Kawhi, with no Paul George. I expect Kawhi to be back. I expect that they were just resting him on on the front end of this back-to-back. So that price tag would be a little little bit too high for for me to be having an interest at 6,400. But somebody that you could definitely like fire up in a GPP, obviously would be crazy popular should Kawhi not be okay to play and should that leg injury be a real thing. Um, Working our way down into this bottom tier, I, I have a couple guys that I was pretty interested in before. Uh, one of them is not TJ McConnell, who continues to just prove me wrong and be a guy who just continues to put up big fantasy outputs. Back-to-back 32-minute games, uh, which is just large totals. That's cutting into Brogdon's production. So, like, Brogdon is somebody that I, I expect to be pretty darn popular at even 7,800 over on, on FanDuel. Uh, especially, I believe his tag was, let's find it here, 7,700. He's also got shooting guard eligibility now over on DraftKings, which I find interesting because it's been a while since he had that. But TJ McConnell, I'm definitely not beating the not beating the drum for uh, working our way down, Reggie Jackson, I would only have interest should Kawhi sit. Uh, Paul George will already be out. Patrick Beverly did have a big game 
Big fantasy output, but he only played 20 minutes, so I'm not very interested in chasing that. I guess 16, 6, 5, and then two steals. Yeah, I don't see that being a repeat performance. However, he was in the winning lineup on FanDuel. That is pretty tilting because I did have a ton of these Clippers as soon as that news broke. Uh, He was not one of them. He was definitely not going to ever be one of them. Uh, I, I will say, probably the guy on the bottom tier that I expect to get the most... Uh, popularity, regardless of however uh, however anything else works out. Uh, Raul Neto, so Ish Smith will be out tomorrow. Russell Westbrook, we'll see whether or not he plays on the second end of the back-to-back. Should he sit? You'll have Beal in, obviously, but Raul Neto, um, or uh, Raul Neto, I, I got to get that pronunciation down. I'm working on this. You know, this is still a work in progress. I'm trying to make sure that I get everything perfectly and specific there, but Raul Neto, will definitely be the highest owned of these bottom end point guards should that be something where uh should that be something where Russell Westbrook sits so be prepared for that uh have a contingency plan uh but considering that's a four o'clock lock out here on the west coast seven o'clock eastern time you're gonna know what to do with that so pay attention to the news Osmo at NBA or, uh, at Osmo NBA on Twitter. Uh, Make sure you're paying attention to the news guide. Uh, Live Before Lock will have you covered. You'll know exactly what to do with that play going forward. Let's get over to shooting guard. We're going to start over on FanDuel for that. Sitting at the top end, James Harden sitting there at 10,600. I guess I didn't talk about the matchup against Sacramento. It's really good. You should play people when they're playing Sacramento. That's something I try to identify. Uh, There's a couple of matchups that just kind of like glare, that are just glaring on this on this slate. Uh, That is mainly the game that you're looking at. Obviously, Houston players need to get a little bit of a bump going up against Washington in that high-paced matchup, but this Brooklyn-Sacramento game, sitting there in the late-night hammer, uh, you've got three games again that are are locking at 10 o'clock. You can wait on that news for De'Aaron Fox. You can wait on the news for uh, somebody else like Kawhi Leonard, should should that end up being a game-time decision. Uh, you'll have plenty of pivots and places to go to for this late night hammer. I do like the idea of waiting on my lineups to make some of these late swaps, mainly because you have four games uh, that are locking uh, up until that, uh, and three of them being before five o'clock. You'll have plenty of time to see how some of your early players are doing and be able to adjust accordingly, uh, whether that's being to lock in some of the chalk plays that you think are, are going to smash in that late ha- late night hammer between those three games, or whether to go to the down to the bottom tier and really like find some lower own guys that just would generally not be on your radar, but trying to salvage some bad lineups or guys that might bust, like say Beal goes for 35 in a fantastic spot, which brings us to Bradley Beal, who is sitting there at 9,800. I expect him with Russell Westbrook, if he were to sit, to be the highest on player on this slate. Uh, 9,800 over on FanDuel, sitting at, uh, what is he, 8,900 on DraftKings. Do better, DraftKings. You guys are the tight pricing site. You got to be able to to fire that up for us. So making our way down uh, over on FanDuel, Zach Levine is 9,600 up against the Indiana Pacers. I, I would definitely have some interest there. We're seeing some crazy shot volume of Zach Levine of late, uh, but also nine rebounds and six assists the last game. Uh, I, I just kind of love the way that Chicago, I mean, the Chicago Bulls don't really have a choice. There's nobody else to go to, but Zach Levine is definitely a a nice piece up against these Pacers. I really don't have any apprehension going to it. Over on DraftKings, he's the highest price of the shooting guards. 
You've got Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal sitting right below him. He will definitely be the lowest owns of those three. So I would I would probably be looking at the other guys, but sure, Zach Levine has a ceiling. That shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Making our way down, Donovan Mitchell is now 8300 I guess he's still 8300 over on FanDuel. I believe that was his price tag before, but he's now gone up to 8 k over on DraftKings. Just a small incremental increase there. Um, actually, no, I lied. I am lying here. He is down $100. So now he's 8 k uh, coming off a blowout win up against Miami where they won by 18. Uh, it was never really close. Didn't play a lot in the fourth quarter, but uh, Donovan Mitchell... Definitely somebody to have some interest in up against the Philadelphia 76ers. Have no problem getting to him there. We'll see. I mean, Mike Conley's going to continue to be out, I'm assuming. Yes, he is. He's out. He's already been announced as out. So fire up some Donovan Mitchell in your life. That should be fun. Uh, at 8K, he will be popular as well. Shooting guard is is kind of a little bit better than I would expect on, on most slates here. Uh, now we're getting to the mid-tier over on FanDuel. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is up to 6,900. I don't expect much ownership there. Over on FanDuel, he, or sorry, on DraftKings, he's 6,300. Eric Gordon's now up to 6,400 in this ma- uh, Washington matchup, so he's seen a $600 price increase. I find that to be a little bit drastic, but you have Victor Oladipo who will be sitting. You have John Wall who will be playing now against Washington. He's a guy with revenge in his heart. I probably should have brought him up at point guard. He will definitely be popular there as well. Uh, making her way down to shooting guard, Kevin Huerter is now up to 5,700, coming off of his 35-minute, 35 fantasy point play on FanDuel. So, sure, uh, I guess he's not going to be the easy punt that he was when he was sitting below 5K, uh, and he's now in a mid-tier where you have to think about him. Somebody you won't have to think about with Mike Conley out, though, is still Jordan Clarkson, who's 5,500. He's going to be popular as well. Like, they just can't increase that price tag enough. 4700 last time was a joke, but 5500 is a little bit more manageable. But still, 5900 on DraftKings as well. I, I expect him to be somebody that people rely on quite a bit at that position for, for like a mid-tier option. Let's get down to that bottom tier. I'm looking around. Garrett Temple ended up starting the last game for the Chicago Bulls, played 30 minutes, didn't really do a whole lot. Uh, not somebody that's like an exciting fantasy option, but uh, 4300 We only saw a $100 price increase, uh, increase over on DraftKings. Not not really like the, the top tier guy that I'm, I'm really going to be looking for, but on FanDuel, uh, Sterling Brown is 4300 Identical price tag, but obviously different site, different salary construction. 4300 Sterling Brown with Victor Oladipo out. We've seen him play some more minutes. He played 28-25, I believe, the last two times with Victor Oladipo out. Somebody that I'll definitely have some interest in uh, is kind of a punt there at shooting guard, along with Seth Curry, who's at 4100 over on FanDuel, who continues to play big, big minutes. You know what you're getting. He's a guy who has to get there with shot volume. Uh, but 22 points, 15 points, 10 points in the last three. Nothing really going off the chain of late. Uh, but 4100 is a, a really nice prize tag to be looking at for him there. Now we're also going to have to talk about some of these ancillary pieces for the Brooklyn Nets. Bruce Brown is sitting at 3900 over on FanDuel. Uh, looking at his price tag on DraftKings, he's 4100 I, I expect him to be pretty popular. Now Kevin Durant's out. We're going to have to see what that starting lineup ends up being. That game, we got to wait till the late night hammer. 
but I, I think it's pretty easy to be able to plug a couple of people in there. You've got Timothy Luabu Cabarro, TLC, as he's better known, uh, sitting at 3,600 over on DraftKings. We'll get to him at the small forward position, but depending on whatever Brooklyn decides to throw out for that for that starting lineup, I have a lot of interest in pretty much everybody that plays the Sacramento Kings from now until the end of time, or at least until you know the end of their current roster construction where they can't guard me playing point guard. So uh, I, I'm pretty sure Bruce Brown will be somebody that will definitely garner some interest by a lot of people around the industry, sitting at 3900 there over on FanDuel. Uh, don't play Landry Shamit, who's at the exact same price tag. I know he had that one game where he played 33 minutes up against Philly, but that's an outlier. We haven't really seen him get extended past the 20-minute mark pretty much anywhere else uh, throughout the entire season. So so don't go chasing waterfalls. Listen, let's just stick to the rivers and the streams that you're used to. Uh, going to small forward, let's party Man, I'm flying. Uh, as we're going along, uh, as we're going down the line here, uh, make sure that you go over to awesomeo.com slash join NBA. Uh, take a look at a couple of the packages that are available. Uh, we're, we're obviously putting out a bunch of free content between this, between the process, which is an amazing show that Josh Engelman has put together. Uh, make sure that you're you're checking that in the, mor- in the morning. It, it's at 3.30 here on the West Coast, but 6.30 uh, out there on the East Coast, that is a good time to to wake up, have some coffee, maybe listen to the slate starter on the front end, and then catch the process where he breaks down stuff in like such intricate detail on NBA Wowie, how he brings his process from the on-off court tool to be able to determine rates, throw that in an Excel spreadsheet that I can't even describe. Just check it out. It's fantastic. Then we have the, the strategy show that comes on after that, uh, and then we lead into the afternoon where we now have the NBA tip-off. Off, which I'm going alongside with with uh, Kayla Canaram and a couple of guys between uh, Greg Ehrenberg, Chris Spaggs, kind of who uh, a rotating panel, if you will, and then into the staples, the deeper dive and the live before lock show. So uh, if you enjoy all of those things and you want to support us, the best way to do that is to give us that thumbs up here on the channel, uh, give us the subscribe button, but also head over to awesome.com slash join NBA. Check out a couple of the offers that we have sitting behind the paywall. You will not be disappointed. So stop guessing and start winning. Uh, let's get to the top and a small forward. So Kawhi Leonard is questionable. That's going to be kind of a big piece of news, especially on DraftKings, where he's the the highest priced guy there at 9600 And then it drops down to Ben Simmons there at 8400 Over on FanDuel, uh, you know, should he not go? He's 9800 there, which again, would be a great price tag. Jimmy Butler is 8900 who would be the next guy listed over on, on FanDuel. Jimmy Butler is 8200 over on DraftKings. That's a fantastic tag. I saw his ownership kind of dip the last time out against Utah, which I get. It's a good defensive matchup. Like not a not a spot a lot of people would have a, a crazy amount of interest, but like it's still Jimmy Butler who since he came back from the COVID reserve list, whether he had it or not, I don't know. But I know that he had 58, 56, 44.5 three times in a row, almost like he was Chris Davis. That's a baseball reference. I'm so excited for that. That'll be great. Uh now that he's with the Texas Rangers in that ballpark, that'll be interesting. But I digress. Uh getting over to uh the bottom middle range of that. Uh, small forward position. Kelly Oubre is 6,700. So on FanDuel, you see Kawhi 98, Kevin Durant, who's going to be out, Jimmy Butler 89, and then it goes to Kelly Oubre at 6,700. I talk a lot about how on FanDuel, you end up having to punt positions just by default. 
Well, this is kind of a punt by default spot because Jimmy Butler, if Kawhi were to sit, would be the only guy there above 6,700. So you're basically in a in a pick'em style situation on this bottom end. Uh, Harrison Barnes against Brooklyn, I have a ton of interest in, especially considering the last four he hasn't been good. He tried to win me 100K the other night. He tried very, very hard with his 45.4 against Denver. He tried very hard with his 42.6 against New Orleans. I had a couple of nice sweats with him. So somebody that I got some good juju with right now. Uh, haven't been on him of late. I had a couple shares, I guess, today. Uh, that didn't go very well whatsoever. Uh, but I got off of quite a bit of him with De'Aaron Fox. Ended up getting ruled in, so... We're not going to worry about it too much, but against Brooklyn, that's a matchup that you want to sign up for. So we'll see if Bagley ends up playing. We'll see if Fox ends up playing. But Harrison Barnes, uh, definitely somebody to keep your eye on there at 6,600 is like a very low-owned tournament uh, play. I guess he's 6,600 over on DraftKings as well. Uh, making our way down, uh, we've got Buddy Heald, 6,800. That's a definite pass. I know Rinpak, if he were here, would be beating the drum for, for a super 2% low-owned uh, Buddy Heald flyer. That's a definite no for me, so we're we're not even going to like touch base with that. I do miss your Rinpak. I'm just letting that be known. Uh, getting down to this mid-tier, Joe Ingles, 5,700. Uh, up against Philly. So Ben Simmons is a great defender. Joel Embiid is a great defender. I have been finding a little bit of luck uh, targeting some of these small forwards, uh, shooting guards up against like Seth Curry defense. Uh, Tobias Harris is more power forward, but uh, Matisse Thibel has only been playing limited minutes. So I've definitely been enjoying, you know, I, I think you do target Philly with the two, three, four spots, uh, kind of avoiding Simmons and Embiid. So Joe Ingles, 5,700 isn't the most intriguing tag I've ever seen in my entire life over on, uh, over on DraftKings. But he's still 4,900 on FanDuel because they still don't recognize the role that Joe Ingles has in that offense with Mike Conley off the floor. Same thing uh, sitting there with Donovan Mitchell. Both of their assist rates go up. Definitely somebody to pay attention to. But Joe Ingles, way more interest over on FanDuel as a punt at 4,900. He will be a popular, popular punt for like the 84th slate in a row. So nicely done, FanDuel. Thank you so much. Uh, going down here a little bit, Joe Harris is 4,900, who I expect to be the guy who ends up in this starting lineup now that Kevin Durant is going to be out. 28.8 up against Golden State in that in that outing. We saw 15 points, four boards, one one block, two steals. I'm not really looking into the stocks upside because he's had so many like 0-0 next to those. So I'm not looking for 28.8, but you know, 25. Uh, actually, I would be looking for 28.8. I just lied again. Uh, I would definitely want to get 30 or more there, but there is upside there with Kevin Durant off the floor. So, so 4,900 is a very, very nice price tag to be looking at investing in him there. Uh, what is his price tag over on DraftKings? He is 5,400 with shooting guard and small forward eligibility. Yeah, that's going to be a little bit tougher for me. So uh, per usual, FanDuel with a little bit more advantageous pricing. Not by much. Not by much, by any means. Uh, We'll have to see. Drummond ended up sitting kind of surprisingly out of the middle of nowhere. Uh, Somebody who definitely burned a lot of my lineups on Sunday, on the holy day, uh, was a Prince. Torian Prince. uh, For 4.1 in a Clippers blowout, sucked was not an enjoyable piece to watch in that game whatsoever. Uh, still, though, sitting at 4,500 up against Golden State, if you were to be in the starting lineup, I'd probably take a couple more shots there. Uh, not somebody that I'm super stoked to be rostering. Uh, somebody who I would be a lot more stoked to be rostering. We'll have to see kind of how uh, some of this 
ends up working out. But Danilo Gallinari is 4,500 over on FanDuel. Uh, he was crazy chalk the last two games um, against Dallas and San Antonio and played absolutely like dog shit. But then he played fantastic against Indianapolis two days ago. So put up 30.4, 20 points, seven boards. But really what matters to me the most is that these minutes have been spiking when he's played well. He has 30 minutes against Dallas, 26 in that Indiana game that he played so well in. Um, so there's there's obvious scoring upside. I don't expect him to be the Gallinari of the Knicks or of uh, you know Denver or the Clippers when he was with any of those teams, but I definitely expect him against New York to have a little revenge in his heart. So 4,500 over on on DraftKings, I could I could see him I could see him gaming out a little bit tomorrow. So somebody that I would I would like to have some shots on uh, again. Bruce Brown on on DraftKings feels like. Uh, a spot to go to we'll have to see again that starting lineup I don't know if we're going to have that before lock so between Bruce Brown Joe Harris Jeff Green uh DeAndre Jordan was out the other day um I I know that he's it's like personal reasons so we'll have to see how all of that spans out I could see them going small in that matchup up against Sacramento like Rashawn Holmes isn't like the biggest center of all time Hassan Whiteside if they throw him out there for but they hate him uh Sacramento tends to hate him in general so I'm not like super, super stoked about um, firing up any of those other uh, pieces of Brooklyn. But like Joe Harris, Bruce Brown, uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, I, yeah, Jeff Green's just not an intriguing play in general. We'll we'll get to the power forward position, but I'm just kind of thinking about that out loud. It's a game that I expect to have like about a, it hasn't come out yet, but a 235 total, if not a little bit more, maybe like close to 240. So a game that we should have a ton of interest in and, and any piece under 4K like Bruce Brown over on DraftKings sitting at the 3,800 number, that's, that's the spot we got to have some interest in going into tomorrow so keep your keep your eyes open keep your ears open i guess he's 4100 over on DraftKings. i i again we got to stop lying uh let's go to the top end of power forward uh sitting up there on FanDuel is demontis sabonis sitting at 9600 bam Adebayo is at 8700 up against the clippers julius randall is 8600 up against atlanta uh over on DraftKings, we've got uh, Durant, who's going to be out for sure. Sabonis so is 9,100. So you're getting a little bit of that discount. I do talk a lot about how I don't factor in DVP. I try not to like overthink that. I try to pay attention to what the pace of the game is going to be, what Vegas says is going to be the total. And I try to like divvy up minutes and, and put together my rates. That being said, I love targeting the Chicago front court. Uh, Demontis Sabonis, Miles Turner, 9,100 uh, 9, for Sabonis. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a lot of it. I already can tell you ahead of time. Ninety six hundred on FanDuel makes you kind of make other decisions at the position, but kind of from an early look perspective, unless Kawhi were to be out, where I could fire up a little Abaka, a little Marcus Morris chasing that game that he had today on Sunday. Uh, I'm definitely going to be leaning towards hammering Sabonis as well, even at that elevated ninety six hundred dollar tag. Making our way down through the position, we've got Harrison Barnes uh, sitting there at like 6,600 on, on DraftKings, maybe a little bit of interest there as well. Uh, let's let's look, though, uh, more so. Uh, Thaddeus Young got that power forward eligibility back over on DraftKings. So I know he hasn't been as good the last two. Um, we've seen Gafford get a little bit more extended run in some spots. He's been in that starting lineup. Um 
And then the last game, again, I just keep lying. He's had eight minutes in the last game up against the Clippers. So uh, definitely not somebody that they're going to be looking at running at all whatsoever up against Sabonis against Turner. But you got to expect Thaddeus Young with Laurie Markkinen, with Wendell Carter Jr. They're both going to be out continuing going forward. Gafford might be in that starting lineup. But for the most part, uh, they went to Luke Cornett, who played 15 minutes in the last game. That was fun. I love clicking on popcornmachine.net. If you're not doing that, definitely go to that, too. Um, but making our way around here, uh, I, I would definitely have some Preston or Patrick Williams is up to 5,100. Played like absolute garbage last game out. 35 minutes, 11 fantasy points. I don't know who he thinks he is, whether he's Isaac Okoro or P.J. Tucker or any of those super low fantasy point per minute guys, but he's kind of alongside of him for me. He's been somebody that a lot of people have been like punting like crazy over on FanDuel. He's still 4,500 over there. Yeah, he'll probably be popular, but yeah, I'm probably going to be under the field for the, I don't know, 15th slate in a row on him. So we'll we'll see kind of what that ends up being. Again, Jeff Green, 4,700. If you were to like be in that starting lineup, he did play 28 minutes uh, against Golden State here. Uh, two days ago on the 13th, um, and then 27.2 fantasy points over on FanDuel. Yeah, I, I suppose I'm kind of talking myself into maybe having a little bit there. So between Bruce Brown, uh, between Joe Harris, between Jeff Green, those three might be nice nice plays up against the Sacramento game in an absolute track meet of a basketball game. So uh, that'll be fun. And then who I, I expect to garner quite a bit of ownership just because he played pretty darn good in, in 22 minutes today. It was his debut in the starting lineup for, for this season. But Mo Wagner uh, for the for the Washington Wizards, Michigan's own. Gotta gotta give a shout out to Rinpack even in even in this sadness where I'm just doing this by myself. But Mo Wagner snuck into that starting lineup. Uh, somebody that I'll I'll definitely have a little bit of interest in as well. Should he continue to be starting? Only had to play 22 minutes, but this was a blowout against Boston. I mean, probably one of the more surprising lines uh, or final box scores that I've seen in a long time. Uh, Washington ran Boston off the floor today. So uh, 4,100 Mo Wagner, uh, that would be probably about as cheap as I would want to go. I'm I'm not really positive whether I, I think Andre Drummond was just being was being uh, sat for rest. So I, I doubt we'll have to go to 3,700 JaVale McGee or anybody else below uh, Mo Wagner. But between Bertans and Mo Wagner at 4,100 over on FanDuel, both make uh, intriguing options, intriguing pun options at power forward, possibly pair them a little bit with Sabonis, who I absolutely love on this slate. Uh, let's round this entire thing out. Let's bring it home center over on DraftKings. Man, we are we are cruising. Well, no, we're not cruising. We're at 29 minutes, but we're going to get this done in 35. Uh, sitting at the top end of center, the big question that you have, you you have Joel Embiid, who's questionable. We kind of always know what that means on a, on a slate like this. You, the two guys you're immediately going to be looking at are Dwight Howard and Tony Bradley. Uh, the thing that's crazy now, too, on DraftKings is that they are 3,600 and 3K, respectively. So you were looking at a situation where if MB doesn't play against Utah, this is you know obviously a tough matchup against Gobert. Uh, Gobert still has had some crazy large fantasy lines put up against him, but I wouldn't be like remiss not to have Joel Embiid exposure on the slate, even at 10-7 over on FanDuel and at 10-5 on DraftKings. The guy just does everything for this offense. Should he not play? 
I know there's a lot of interest that should go to some of these other pieces. Tobias Harris would probably be my favorite out of everybody. Uh, I know Simmons has, has shown an upside, uh, you know, does a lot of things he doesn't necessarily need to score to get there. So at 8,400 on DraftKings, maybe somebody to have a little bit of. Uh, but Tobias Harris is a little bit cheaper across the entire industry. So somebody that I would have a lot of. He's 7,400 over on FanDuel. And he is 7,300 over on DraftKings. So make sure you're paying attention to that news. But obviously, the two main cogs you want to plug in, Dwight Howard and Tony Bradley, whichever one is starting for sure. Uh, making our way down, though, on the center position on DraftKings, Bam Adebayo is the first guy who's not center and power forward eligible. Uh, he's just flat out center, 8,300. Uh, we've seen that price tag come down a little bit. I was kind of expecting it to. He was up in the 9Ks, the mid-9Ks for a little while, like 9,300, uh, with Jimmy Butler out. But you're going to see that assist rate come down. That For me, that's the big issue, is he's at 6, 8, 2, and 5 the last couple. Still a double-double guy. Still somebody that can get you an upside there. But so can so many other centers. It's so many different price ranges that that's not something I want to be paying 8300 for. I'm looking for 8300 for my center to get 50-plus. And we've only seen that once, and it was only 50.25 in the last 10 games. So just letting that be known. Bam Adebayo, somebody that I'm sure will garner some ownership over on Power Forward, over on on FanDuel at 8,700, but definitely no interest up against the Clippers over on DraftKings, even at the reduced 8,300 tag, because you do have these other guys down here between Drummond, 7,600, Capella up against the Knicks, 7,400, Gobert, 7,200. I guess we do have to say Mitchell Robinson... Uh, is going to he fractured his hand, which is the most tilting thing ever because I had 10% on the slate. He was 1% on on both sites. I basically like triple triple click the like button on Fantasy Cruncher where you get the thumbs up, and he ended up just completely going out and smashing. And I had a couple lineups that were looking fantastic. And he only played the first half, still had a phenomenal line, ended up putting up 34 in 20 minutes in the first half, but uh Terrible break there for the Knicks. Terrible break in general. New Orleans Noel, they did get his price tag up to 4400 but that might not still be enough considering he played 32 minutes right out of the gate. So on, on DraftKings tomorrow, I do expect Noel to garner quite a bit of ownership. He's 4800 on on FanDuel, which is why I didn't bring him up there. But still somebody, if he's going to play 32 minutes, yeah, sign up, go, go crazy there. But definitely one of the more intriguing pun options at center over on DraftKings for tomorrow. Uh, making our way down through the middle of that position, uh, Jared Allen, 6,700. That'll definitely be a pass. I expect Drummond to be back, so I'm I'm not terribly like crazy interested at that. The guy that's going to absolutely be a mark for me tomorrow, and I'm I'm going to find an impossible way to 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 get away from him over on DraftKings. But Miles Turner is only six thousand dollars, and he put up forty one point five against Atlanta two nights ago, and now he gets a date with the Chicago front court that's going to be led by Daniel Gafford. And Patrick Williams, like, come on. Like, why are we pricing him at 6K? Uh, looking at Rashawn Holmes, also 6K up against Brooklyn. It'll be an undersized Brooklyn front. We see those minutes uh, kind of drop drastically in the absence of Bielitsa, which is, or sorry, in the absence of Marvin Bagley, which has led to an increase of these minutes for Bielitsa, who's put up 28 and 27 minutes the last two. Now, he's power forward uh, eligible only over on DraftKings, 4K for, for Bielitsa. Over on FanDuel, 
Uh, let me double check what his price is. He is 5K, so that's going to be a pass. But you could definitely have a little Bielitz over on DraftKings. Over on FanDuel, it's it's really hard for me to imagine wanting to play him uh, over Drummond, who's at 6,500, which is just a bad tag should he be good to go, especially now that um, you've got Draymond Green, who's going to be a game-time uh, decision with his knee. Uh, I guess he's probable, but still, just pay attention to that. Draymond Green is six foot six. Andre Drummond is not. So Andre Drummond would be a very fun play up against this Golden State front, should he be good to go. Uh, and I, I expect him to. But DeMarcus Cousins now, I guess I've been bearing the lead the whole time. I guess I'm just trying to make this podcast last for a lot of time while I'm just talking. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, FanDuel, come on now. Like 6,100, I know. Again, I know that he's been absolutely the most inconsistent, ridiculous thing. It's been hard to get him above 24 minutes. He hasn't gotten over 24 the last four. But even at 6,100, we know that his fantasy point per minute rate is just outrageous. He's like a 1.5. He's one of the highest fantasy point per minute guys in the entire league. And they're basically just begging you to play him. He's 6,200 over on DraftKings against Washington in this matchup, specifically if Mo Wagner starting or whatever they decide to do in that situation. DeMarcus Cousins can get on top of an upside there at 6,100. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I guess he's the same price as Thad Young. Good Lord. I guess there, there are more decisions to, to be made. I, uh, what a time to be alive. Thad Young, only 27, 25 minutes the last two. I guess he's outperformed Cousins, which is terrifying to look at. But want to let it be known that uh, those are definitely going to be tags that I think people are still going to try to go back to. Uh, if you were to see any surplus in minutes to the 25 plus range, like DeMarcus Cousins, we know can absolutely obliterate that tag. Uh, to finally round out the position a little bit, uh, I'm looking down here a little bit. Like Dwight Howard would be the punt or Tony Bradley, whichever one started between the two of them. That would kind of be where I'd be looking at at the center position. But otherwise, uh, not not a whole lot down here at the bottom end. I do like to try to take a couple shots like a Robert Williams or a Derek Favors type. Uh, obviously, uh, Williams not being on the slate, but Derek Favors. Um, because if, if somebody were to get in foul trouble, there's a path for the center to be able to just play all of those minutes as the backup, and Derek Favors is a serviceable backup. The problem is that now on FanDuel, he's you know sitting at 4,600, but on DraftKings, he's 3,400. So I just want to let it be known that there are some shots that I do try to take in those tiers, uh, just because you, you can randomly find an upside. Uh, Nerland's Noel 4,400 on DK is definitely going to be the preferred way to go. I expect him to see those minutes. I expect him to kind of be the guy there. Uh, the last person that I guess I should bring up, just because I guess he'll he'll probably be somebody that people are looking at, is Kelly Olenek, who's played 31 minutes the last three games. He's 5,100, power forward and center eligible over on DraftKings. On FanDuel, he's going to be center only at 5,100. So makes for a guy who, if you're looking for big minutes, who can spike an upside randomly from, from just three-point output, uh, he'll have a Bach on him. He'll You he should be able to see those 30 minutes plus in a close game. So Kelly Olenek, 5,100, somebody that I'll definitely have some exposure to, too, just to have a different roster build over on FanDuel. And where you can play two on, on DraftKings, he definitely can be somebody to get you those extra three-point outputs. Anywho... 
I think that actually went pretty darn well. But uh, definitely miss Rinpack. Definitely looking forward to having him back tomorrow. Uh, on your way out, uh, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe button, and notification bell. But otherwise, I'm so looking forward to President's Day and the slate tomorrow. Looking forward to seeing all of you back here for Tuesday's Slate Starter. Uh, catch you later. Hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, yeah, let's, let's get it done tomorrow. Uh, catch you later. Bye.